Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show podcast extravaganza spectacular. Ooh, with a little Welcome. accent. How are you doing? With a little accent yeah, there. We're bringing it all today. My name is Eric <laughs> Peterson, and this is my co-host, Danny Jordan. How are you doing today, you Danny? You know, every time we get on here, you ask me, how am I doing? And I feel like I answer the same thing every single time. I say, I am in such a, I'm thrilled. <laughs> I, I feel so jingle jangly. I feel like I'm in the Christmas spirit. And the reality is, I'm living my truth. Uh, that is how I feel. <laughs> I am very jingle jangly, and I wish the listeners could see the shirt that you're wearing today. Because when I got dressed, I, I was like, oh, geez, because I just did laundry. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I have any like red shirts to throw on. And how many red shirts do I even really own? And then <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just go for a normal button down. And then I show up here, and I see Eric sitting in like Melekalikimaka, uh, you've got these beautiful got Hawaiian, Hawaiian flowers. Is that a lotus uh, flower on there? Is that? I believe it is a lotus. It's a white lotus. It's beautiful. It's not, it's not based on the TV show. It's just a just a Hawaiian shirt. Because yeah. we do live here in Southern California, and it was like eighty degrees it was. today. So uh, I had to I had to rock. I like it. it. I had it, to rock it makes it. me. I don't know. It makes me feel happy. There's something about Hawaiian shirts that always make me feel happy. Are you one of those people? Would you ever want to celebrate Christmas in Hawaii? You know, I've never been to Hawaii what? ever, so I, any excuse that would get me to Hawaii, I am I would be for. Okay. Um, and I, you know, we were actually just talking about this. My uh, my parents now live in Florida, and my wife is from Florida, so I have spent many a Christmas in the warm yeah. weather. So I would totally be down to do a Christmas in Hawaii. I would not be against it. I mean, I do love a, a white Christmas with snow and you know big trees and sort of a Midwest Northeast right. kind of vibe. But I would totally do a uh, Hawaii Christmas. I have a, a few friends that are going to Hawaii for Christmas this yeah, year. I don't think I would ever do that. See, I think that's where you're sort of like uh, Peter McAllister, and I'm like Kevin McAllister. <laughs> you know, I don't. He doesn't really right. understand who would want to go celebrate Christmas in Florida, right? And and that's sort sure. of my vibe as well. I mean, we maybe it's because I grew up in Southern California, and maybe that's why you coming from Chicago, where the winter is very cold and snowy, and and me being from Southern California, oh, yeah. where that never happens. Um, maybe that's why I really <laughs> want to chase the snow in the winter, and you basically think getting me the heck away from the cold. I've I've had enough I've, of it. I've lived yeah. it. I've I've lived that that reality of the. Here's the thing that people don't understand about the cold in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And it's different. You know, I lived in New York for 10 years of my life. And it gets cold in New York. You know, I'm not going to say it's not cold in New York City at Christmas time, but it is not even close to the type of cold that you feel in mm -hmm. Chicago. When it is Chicago and that that wind is coming off the lake, so it's just been sitting there, just coming all the <laughs> way over Lake Michigan and just getting colder and colder and colder, and then it hits the shores of Chicago and starts creaking through those alleyways and streets <laughs> and out through the city and into the suburbs. You literally, you go outside, and I am not exaggerating. Within seconds, your nose hairs freeze. You can feel them go, oh, wow. They like turned icicles and then you feel the cold. It doesn't matter how many layers and huge puffer jackets you're wearing. You feel that cold cut through the jacket into your bones and you can feel it like you, I, there's something. It literally you can feel it inside of your body. Oh, wow. It's like trying to hurt you <laughs> and it is intense. You know, I remember growing up that we would have snow days and and we would have cold days like where they would say there's no school because you know it might be 10 below but with the wind chill it'd be like 32 oh 40 below 
with the wind chill, 40 below. That's intense. That's ridiculous. That could kill yeah, a man. I, the, my first. Literally. You, I mean, no, no kidding. It could freeze him. Uh, yeah. Or a woman. Anyone. And yes, I remember yes, yes. first time I went to New York, which I've talked about on the show here before, was was in January uh, of 2009, not January of this year. Um, <laughs> it was January of 2009. And I remember right. the first day, you know, I, I went into the city and I, you know, had got like my winter coat at Macy's because I, you know, I had no need for a winter coat here in Southern California. And I remember my first right. day in the city, I was like, oh, my gosh, my, my face, my nose, my ears, everything hurt. And then the second the second day. <laughs> I remember one point I'd been outside for about an hour walking through Times Square or whatever. I was like, oh, man, I could totally be a New Yorker. It doesn't even bother me anymore. And then I went to feel my face and I realized I'd gone completely numb. So it wasn't that it didn't bother me anymore. I just couldn't feel (laughs) anything anymore. And then I went to Milwaukee in the middle of winter a few years ago for a job, for a show I was producing. And our first day was like you were explaining in Chicago with the windshield. I think it was negative 26 the first day we were there yeah. and of course we were shooting outside and um my camera operators hadn't arrived yet so i was shooting a camera that day and and I, to this day i still will lose feeling in three of my toes from time to time just because <laughs> i bought a pair of boots for a southern california person who was like oh these will keep me warm i went to like dsw shoe warehouse wow. and they were waterproof <laughs> boots and then <laughs> those are not winter they're not made for Midwest winters. Oh gosh, yeah. no. So all that to say, that's funny. Um, I do love the idea of of going to like cold weather places in the middle of winter, but I've learned my lesson um, in terms of like sure. what you should wear and what you shouldn't wear and all that sort of stuff. Um, speaking of cold love weather, that. what what is that in your hand? I have. If uh, for those of you listeners who listened to our last episode, episode seven. Uh, which talked about top 10 favorite food and beverage items for the holiday season. Uh, It was brought up by uh, Danny here that uh, he was talking about coffee and uh, peppermint mocha, I believe Mm -hmm. is what you were uh, discussing and saying how delicious delicious it was. And I uh, alerted you to the fact that I am not a coffee drinker. I've only had it twice in my life. Uh, It was just black coffee both times. And I was in high school and I was like, I was probably nine years old once and then like 17 the next time. Both times it was disgusting, but I'm going to try. I went to the Starbucks and I got myself a a peppermint mocha frappuccino. You know, even because my wife said that the frappuccino would be a little bit more um, kid kid ice creamy and it's a little, little like a less coffee like. I think is what you mean. Well, it's cold. It's cold, which is good because we know that I don't do well with the warm drinks. Uh, and it was funny as I was ordering, I literally was like, "I can I get a a grande mocha." What, is, what do I want, babe? And she's like, just say it. And I was like, okay, a peppermint mocha frappa, oh my gosh, frappuccino. This is brilliant. And the lady was like, are you okay? And I was like, this is my first time ordering she's coffee. She's like, how old are you, sir? And she said, don't worry. <laughs> she said, we'll get through this. And I was like, all right, well, we will. I love it. So I, I have it. I have not sipped it Oh, my it yet. gosh. It's been I sitting can, next to me for a little while here. I can confirm the cup is I, full. And and I love it that co- you- It is cold and it you is You got full. one because I went out uh, before we recorded and I got myself a, an iced peppermint mocha mine's decaf because the last thing i need is to be drinking caffeine of you know the middle of the day and be awake till three in the morning with a newborn right. so this is thrilling this is your your first ever peppermint mocha experience are you ready all right here we go all right here we go drummer boy, drummer boy come on in <laughs> drummer boy's in all right here all we right. go 
I'm going. I'm bringing. I'm bringing. I'm doing good radio here. I'm bringing the straw to my lips. It's a green straw, <laughs> clear cup. Here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna sip it. Here we go. Oh my gosh! I can't wait to hear what you think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It. Okay. I'm all right. Okay. It is. It is pepperminty, yep. and it is. It is coffee. It is. It. I taste the okay. coffee. I thought I might not taste the coffee. I thought it might just be pepperminty. Yep. I'm gonna go in for a second, second sip. sip. Maybe stir it okay, a little bit. Uh, stir it up. I, see, I'm already. Get, I'm already, I didn't even get the second sip. My mouth is already tasting like an old grandpa. Wait, I can feel. Wait, are you? Are you putting so it away? Gross. Are you saying? Are you done? Oh my gosh! No, I'm. I'm stirring okay. it. I'm I trying to you were stir like, it. I actually give I'm up. I'm holding entirely. the microphone with one hand. <laughs> I had. To, I had to set it down. Oh, this is fun. Okay, I'm gonna take one more sip. This is. But I'm telling you, groundbreaking my mouth content in the like history old, of podcasts, an right here. Old grandpa. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to take a sip, too. Okay. A little better. Okay. I don't I don't hate okay. it. I don't hate it. But, but um, you don't love I it? I don't know. I don't know that I would choose this. Wow. It's the aftertaste that's in my mouth that just feels like a grandpa. It feels like a grandpa has a fallen grandpa's... asleep in my mouth. <laughs> what? That's what it tastes like. Oh, my that's God. That is a like. visual. Like an old... An old grandpa with like a sweaty undershirt oh with like yellow on it or something. That's what this it, is it, getting. It just so gross, so fast. I don't I know. Was, I, I had I'm, high I'm, expectations I'll, I'll go... for this this experience. You thought I was going to love it. I thought I might love it and turn into Will Ferrell from Kicking well, and Screaming. What I thought like sort of happened coffee. when you took the first sip because like okay, um, okay. I thought I was like wow, the caffeine hit him already. He's he's re he's ready to rock and roll. This is going to be a fun episode today. <laughs> I wonder if it's because of the roast of the because when you get a latte, they do espresso rather than than coffee. And you can actually uh, request a blonde roast, which is a lighter roast. So it doesn't have that real intense, dark, roasty okay. flavor of, of the beans. So I almost because that's what I think. I, that's what I think. I'm not OK. Liking. Fair enough. That's what I'm not liking. Do you think because I don't like beans? In like Mexican food, that it's the same reason why I don't like coffee beans. <laughs> I think they are totally unrelated because uh, they taste. You think so? They're both yeah, beans. But they taste so different from each other. I mean, have you ever chewed a coffee bean? I'm guessing no, because no. you don't like coffee. But um, <laughs> no. like, you know, sometimes they have like, like candy torture. bars or like ice cream that's like coffee flavored ice cream and it has little like flecks of coffee bean in it. Yep, I'd never like, choose it's that. Actually, the last thing I would ever <laughs> choose in my life. I mean. Look, here's the good news. You can give the drink to your wife, and I'm sure you're still drinking it, which sort of leads me to believe you don't totally hate it. I don't totally hate it because I like the peppermint and the chocolatey part of okay. it. That part is pleasing to my taste buds. It's the aftertaste when I get the really – it did help, like you said, to stir it okay. up a little bit. Sometimes you have to stir Once things up. Once I stirred up, it, it, it seemed to sort of mix yeah. more. It's when I get the, the really coffee – is there a better phrase than coffee? I would maybe the intense like coffee taste. Maybe that's flavoring. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, that's what I'm. I'm disliking. Okay, fair enough. But I'm going to sip it throughout the 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 episode. And if you hear me step away, and that's because, uh, you or know, if you just start talking it was really really fast and you're bouncing all over the place with yeah, man. Okay, so let's get to, <laughs> let's get to it, man. Woo! I love it. Here we well, go. I appreciate you for for keeping your word. You you are a man of your word, and I really really appreciate that. Um, I still have not kept my word about anything on this show yet. I have not watched The Family Stone, 
Um, but you have to I watch do films. Do, do you know what else you need to What's do, that? Danny? You know what else you need to do because I don't know if we talked about this. But if you, uh, if for our listeners who've been with us from the beginning, there was uh, one of our our loyal listeners, uh, the Holland, I believe, uh, the Holland uh, Holiday. Holidays. Yeah. The Holland Holiday. Uh, she made a sort of like NCAA. Oh no! Um, are you really going to bring know, bracket this up? Of our. Uh, we are, buddy, uh, <sighs> of the greatest Christmas songs from our top ten oh list. Oh, gosh. And there was a winner, and I believe it was Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, the oh Christmas song gosh. by Nat King Cole, which I don't even think was on your list. It was not on and It was number one list. on mine. It was not on my list. Which means... <sighs> I, I don't know if we settled on a uh, uh, a punishment, oh if you will, for who the loser of oh this was, gosh. but I think it involves something like an extra gift or something like that. So I hope you're uh, shopping because, as we've <laughs> said before, the supply chain is oh a major gosh. problem. Okay, you know what? I, I will get you a Starbucks gift card so you can get 10 more peppermint <laughs> No, no, you don't want that. No, <laughs> but you don't get no. to choose the gift. I, I You never stipulated that. I think if I'm going to have to get you a gift... Just because your song beat out mine. And here's the thing. It wasn't even my number one song that made it to the final round against yours. I think if my number one song had made it to that final round, I think that would have been a more even competition. Personally, I, I mean, I love Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Bobby Helms, but I was blown away that it was Bobby Helms versus Nat King Cole and... I'd be lying if I... Who's going to win that? I mean, Nat King Cole. I, I went and voted, of course, from my personal account, because I was like... <laughs> and then I and then I saw like the current percentage, and I messaged uh, the woman who runs that page, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to lose this thing, aren't I? Uh, and she, she sent me a DM. She's like, yeah, it's not looking good for you at all. And so I didn't bring it up close. with you, because maybe I was hoping that we could just like get through the holiday season without that ever coming up, but I was no totally way, wrong. I keep it. All tab. right. Well, I'm going to get I you. I will, I will follow through. I am. A, I'm a man of my word. I will get you an extra Christmas gift, which I, I'm guessing is going to be the only Christmas gift I get for you. Because spoiler alert, I haven't bought you anything <laughs> yet. Um, and I'm guessing you haven't bought me anything oh, yet no. either. Oh, okay. That's true. See, that's true. That's okay. True. See, we're happy. But there's still time. There's, there's still, still time. time. There's. Wait. Can I tell you one thing? Can I tell you one thing about the supply chain? Please. And I, as I would love you to, to everybody. Because it seems to be something that we just talk about on every episode. <laughs> It is. It's always on my mind. Um, so you guys think that I'm joking. It, you can't see this because you're probably just listening to this. But as uh, I'm recording and Danny and I are recording into uh, a, a computer and everything, we can see each other right behind my computer right now are stacks and stacks of presents. My kids presents are totally lined up. Nothing is wrapped yet, but we were sort of. Uh, we had to do that moment where you sort of take stock oh, yeah. and like see, that. all right, yeah. what, have, what have we got? All right, are the piles even? Do we have an, the same, um, roughly the same amount of presents for right. each kid? So it looks right now, what I'm looking at is like, it's like that moment after everybody's opened everything and they're all stacked up. <laughs> Without the mess. So I got, there. I mean, yes, these kids are, are going to be. They're going to be happy. I think we Can got I some Can I ask good you stuff. something? But if you have not got your stuff, you got to get out there and start ordering or going to the stores and getting your getting your presents. Get, get I like that in. I always get ask you now. for permission. I'm like, can I ask you something? And then I just, no matter what you say, I'm going to ask Go you. Go for it. Um, so, let, so let me say that better. Let me ask you something. So when you talked sure. about your kids' Christmas gifts and how, you know, your wife had, you know, you know, had this great, you know, foresight and uh, she ordered these gifts and they started arriving and you picked out a hiding mm -hmm. place. Is your recording studio your hiding place? 
Um, somewhat. Our right now, our recording, my recording studio is in our our house has what's called an ADU, an additional dwelling yes. unit, uh, which is just a converted garage. But it has like a, a separate door. It's like you actually have to exit the house before you get right. in here. Uh, and so they were all hiding. Uh, in a different spot. I'm not going to say exactly where they were hiding because they might go back there. And the ki- my kids have been listening to right. the podcast, so I don't want to say what the hiding spot is. But uh, it was in this general vicinity. And so we were taking them out because also my parents are coming for Thanksgiving mm. and they're going to be staying in this area. And so we were sort of trying to rearrange some things and look at where we were at. Will it be called an AGU when they come? An additional gifting Grandparents unit. unit. That Boom. too. I like that. Ding, ding, ding. That's a double ding. Thank you. Double jingle. Thank you very much. Well, I was only asking because <laughs> I I know that your your kids sometimes will come into the studio and they'll record stuff for school. So I was just curious if like you yes. were just really bad at playing hide and seek. <laughs> no, uh, they it, they are only these gifts are only out for right now. Actually, as soon as we finish recording, uh, I will be putting them into a new secret, super okay. secret hiding spot. Um, so they can't find them, but, and they, we, they were given strict instructions. Do not enter, uh, daddy's recording studio while. Oh today. man, it's a good thing. I was never yeah. your kid. Last thing you want to tell me is like, Hey, by the way, don't go in that room. I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. Did you ever, did you snoop? Did you ever find Christmas presents before? I didn't. Christmas. I don't think I ever found Christmas presents, but there was one birthday. I remember where I, there was. My grandma used to come over and watch me a lot. And I remember in the garage, mm-hmm. there was like a couple like big, large, like lawn garbage bags covering an item in yeah. the corner. And I was like, <laughs> right. that's got to be the bike I want. That has got to be the bike <laughs> yeah. I want. And one time my grandma was over watching me. And my grandma is was such a good person, like one of the kindest people you will ever meet. But like I was like, hey, grandma. Yeah. So we got a mission. We got to go out to the garage and I got to look under those bags and I got to see if I'm getting that bike. And she was like, okay. And I was like, now, oh, no. now as an adult, I look back on that, especially like the grandma that I grew to like know and, and love. She was like a second mother to me yeah. in a lot of ways. I'm shocked that she was on board for this idea. You know, that right. she was like equal sneakiness. But I went out and I peeked under those garbage bags and I, and I, I did get that bike that year for my birthday. And, you know, but here's the thing. So I don't like spoiling gifts. My wife gives me yeah. a hard time all the time because I can always figure out what she got me. And it's not like right. I intentionally, you know, go snooping around or like I'm staring at boxes under the tree for like hours on end trying to figure out what that might be. My brain is just I'm really good at puzzles and like trivia and games and all that sort of stuff. So I can't yeah. help if a shape of a box looks exactly like something that I knew that I really wanted, or I, it could be something I mentioned nine months ago, my brain will be like, there's the, uh, there's that new lob wedge you wanted. Um, you know, and so it's gotten (laughs) to the point now where my wife will intentionally, uh, wrap things in very large boxes, oddly shaped boxes. One year, my dad, because he knew my brain was like this as well. He wrapped a gift and it looked just like the shape of a baseball bat. And I was a big baseball player. So I was like, oh, cool, I'm getting a new bat. But what he did was he, it was just a baseball jersey that was like wadded up at the end of the package. So when I opened it up, there yep. was no bat, but there was a baseball jersey of Mike Piazza, who was my favorite player growing up. So I don't like to snoop, That's but cool. my brain just can't help figuring things out. What about you? Are you a snooper? Uh, I'm not a snooper, but I did snoop 
as a child, I was probably probably pretty young, probably six, seven years mm. old. And I kind of had figured out where my parents were hiding things. And I definitely snooped and I found the Ewoks Village. Oh, I remember that. Star Wars Ewoks yeah. Village. And I really wanted it. And I saw it. And I can't remember if I told my mom or if she caught me. Somehow it they found out before Christmas that I had seen it. And I don't know. I wish I could remember. I'll ask my mom next time I talk to her if, if she remembers if, like... I said something about it, like, oh, I hope I get the Ewoks village or something, you know, <laughs> right. something that let them know that I knew. Um, but they sure as heck took it back. Oh, and my I did gosh. Not get that present that year. Are you serious? They took it back. Oh, and they my did not gosh. Give it to me. And I, I, I look back now and I say, good parenting. Yeah. You know, I, as a child, I was devastated, but it served me right. And my mom, I mean, made a big thing of like, we are not giving this to you now because you wow. ruined the spirit of Christmas and they took it back. I think they got it for me the following year because okay. uh, I definitely remember playing with it. But that year, I know that they took oh it back. Oh, my gosh. Good good for um, them. I mean, so yeah. as frustrating yeah. as I'm sure that was as a child, now as a parent, I'm like, yeah, I totally get it. I mean, there's, there's, there's yeah. I'm sure you find that. I'm sure many of our listeners out there who are parents, you find yourself saying and doing things. You're like, I'll never do that when I'm a parent. And then right. it's like words are coming out of your mouth. And you're like, no, 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 I'm becoming my mom and dad um, <laughs> totally. all the time. You know what? You know what's mm. funny? Uh, you were talking about uh, miswrapping presents. Yeah. And this is a great thing. My uncle did this. Uh, our My mom's side of the family is a pretty large family, and they do a big grab bag gift, uh, kind of white elephant kind Fun. of grab bag gift thing each year. And um, one of the presents, the I think it was two years ago, um, under the tree, and you got to pick whichever one you wanted. It was a huge box, right? Like just a humongous box. Very not very tall, but it was like a very long box. Yeah. Like it would almost look like a surfboard was in it or something, right? And um, everybody was like, "What is in that box?" And when you opened it, there was nothing in the box, but the whole inside of the box was covered with lottery oh, tickets that's and scratchers fun. and scratchers. So it was that's actually a great really, really gift, fun. but like kind of. They made it seem like it was this huge thing, and it was just like, you know, 50 scratchers. Oh, or I like love that. But that. It, was a, it was a good gift. So if you're looking for, you know, if you're going to a white elephant uh, gift party or something like that, it's a good thing. Like, find a huge box, put nothing in it, <laughs> except just put on the inside of the the lid uh, a bunch of lottery That's tickets. That's so smart. Fun idea. Um, so you're talking about Christmas gifts for your kids. So we... We started ordering gifts for, for our oldest, Emerson, and nice. one of those gifts arrived the other day, and I was standing by the front door, and my wife was like, hey, you want to, Amazon just arrived, you want to go out and get the box? I think I was like holding our newborn at the time, and I was like, well, can you just right. go get the box? Um, and she goes, no, <laughs> you need to go out and get the box. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I go out, you know, because normally when you get you know, most deliveries from Amazon are in the normal cardboard box with like the Amazon yep. wrapping paper on it or their, their wrapping tape. Some of it's holiday themes or whatever they're sort of promoting at the time. But every once right. in a while you get something from Amazon where it's like the fulfillment team was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like a couple of years ago for <laughs> Father's Day, I walked out one day. It said I'd received an Amazon package and outside my front door there was a record, like a, like a vinyl record. But it was yeah. the record just with clear plastic around it with a sticker on it. It was a Rat Pack album. <laughs> and I was like, well, guess I know what I'm getting for Father's Day this year. Um, <laughs> and then that happened again for my, uh, I think it was for Father's Day this year. 
I there was a, a box outside my door and it had like a picture of the new golf bag that I now own. Um, so right. this time, uh, so we ordered something for our daughter and she listens to this show as well. So I'll be a little cryptic, but she's really into Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs right now. And so they just mm-hmm. like pulled out of their toy vault this collection of the dwarfs as like plush dolls. I guess I'm not being cryptic, but right. she's not going to understand what's happening. <laughs> so I, I was like, all right, I got to do it. She's obsessed. Some one day it's grumpy. The next day it's bashful. The next day it's dopey. She just loves them all. And so I ordered it yeah. and the box came with like in like huge, you know, lettering on the side, Disney and, you know, gift time and all this sort of stuff. And like, oh, I was like, no. okay, this is my daughter at this point has watched so much Disney plus that if I, if she sees that box, she knows there's something Disney in here. So like my, my wife like distracted her in the kitchen and I like, you know, sort of like sidestepped <laughs> down the hallway and, and, and threw it in, in the closet. And I'm just like, come on. That's the best you could do. Like, you know that people are ordering. It's on. on your gift guide. It's like, Christmas time. It's one of your... It was in the book of dreams that we got here at our house. If you go on right. Amazon.com or through the app, it's like Amazon gifts, you know, Christmas 2021. I'm like, come on now. Don't spoil it for the children. Anyway, um, that's that's what's Lame. been... Come on, Amazon. Yeah, step come it up. Come on, step it up. I'm still going to buy your stuff, but please, uh, step it up. Yeah, um, anyway, before before we get into our, our countdown today, I did want to you know shout out a couple more people on our you know, social media who've reached out to us to let us know yes, please do. that they're listening, as well as some people who have taken the time not just to rate us, but also to review us on Apple, which we are so grateful for. So if you're one of those people, thank you. If you have not done that yet and you're enjoying the show... Please head over to Apple, give us a rating, give us a review. That does a lot in terms of boosting us in the, as we like to say, the the algorithm. The algorithm. Um, That was my impersonation (laughs) of a robot. Uh, Not very good. Uh, But yeah, it does a lot, and it's really exciting because we are about to crack the top 100 in our category for podcasts on Apple, which is just wild that this show for fun has now become this global thing and we're climbing the charts. And if you look up Christmas on Spotify, we are the number one show that pops up. It's just, it's crazy. Eric. It's crazy. That is so cool. Yeah. It's wild. And it it blows my mind. It makes me so happy. So thank you to everyone who's listening. Even if you don't, Thank you so much. Even if you don't DM us to let us know where you're listening, just know that we appreciate you and we are sending you so much holiday cheer and and gratitude for taking the time to go on this journey with us. Um, And without any further ado, I just want to shout out a couple people who reached out to us. Uh, Number one is is Erica. Uh, She is Erica XT on Instagram. She reached out saying, guys, I'm listening from Italy and I love the show. I love Christmas. Thank you for doing this. Italy. Grazie. 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 Um, so cool that Italy is checking in. Thank you, Erica. Uh, I'd mentioned this person on the show a couple weeks ago, but I never actually read their message um, and gave them a shout out. And this is uh, O Saravia91 is their Instagram handle. And they're the person from Nicaragua. And they said, hey, Eric and Dan, uh, I really love your podcast. Looking forward as Christmas gets closer to listening more of your productions. Greetings from Nicaragua, Central America. So thank you for checking in. Uh, o Saravia, gracias. gracias. Um, I'm sure they would say de nada. Uh, and then one more yes. Instagram DM we received was from Rochelle. She said, I just found this podcast and I absolutely love it. I do have a question. She said, how do you feel, Ooh. uh, when people say home alone is not a Christmas movie, keep up the great work. Looking forward to future episodes. <laughs> Let me tell you what 
Who are these people? Do people say that? Who are these people that, that? that think that Home Alone is not oh, a... Look out. This whole Here comes Danny. movie is all <laughs> about Christmas. I don't... And, and so anyway, full disclosure, this person sent me this message. I messaged her back. I said, thank you so much for engaging with us. We're so grateful, blah, blah, blah. I said, but I would really like to know who these people are that think that uh, Christmas is not... Or that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. And what's really funny is she said that the per, one of the people she's heard talk about it is someone that you said that I remind you of, Eric. And that's Bobby Bones. Who's that? Oh, yes. She, I, I have said that you remind me of Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones said that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie? Apparently. He, I don't know how you can really even, like, see that. I mean, it takes place at Christmas. It's about Christmas morning. There's Christmas exactly. lights throughout the whole thing. It is... Oh, Hundred percent of Christmas. They're trying to movie. steal Christmas 100%. gifts. One hundred percent. They're not trying to just yes. come like. I mean, I oh could. The, you know, the discussion of Die Hard is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That to me is a, a valid. Not discussion. a Christmas movie. But Home Alone, hundred percent Christmas movie. I know. Hundred percent. That was so upsetting to These me. These people are and crazy. If, I would love if you are one of those people. Please, let's get a debate going. I would love to understand yeah. how and why someone would think that that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. That makes. Absolutely no sense to me. But other than yeah. than that, Rochelle, we appreciate you reaching out and uh, and listening to the show. We're yes. grateful for you. And then we had uh, one more person who reached out to us. She actually sent us a, a comment on one of our posts. She said, this is uh, Christine Diamore on Instagram. She said, just discovered your podcast. Love the cozy feels in the morning after I dropped my 12th grade son off to school. Makes L.A. feel a little bit more wintry. Isn't that nice? Oh, I love it. Yeah. That. Wait, you know who we need to talk about mm. who liked one of our posts? Oh, yes. Danny. I would like to do that. On Instagram. This was very exciting. Yep. Danny sent me a text the other day. He said, look at who just liked one of our posts on Instagram. The one and only Ms. Darlene Love. Darlene. Singer of Christmas, the snow's coming down. Christmas, Christmas I'm watching it fall. Oh, my gosh. Oh. The singer, the, the Darlene, Darlene Love, she liked one of our posts, which yeah. means... It's pretty we amazing. We may have a chance to connect with her. You could argue to. that Darlene Love, and because she had to tap a heart, she loved one of our posts, right? Ding, ding. Thank you so good much. Job, so, Darlene, if you are listening or you one. know Darlene Love, uh, we would love to have you on the show. We would love nothing more than to chat with you. We would you. love to talk to you. You are an icon, and we it would be an honor to get to chat uh, with you on our show. A million percent. Yeah, oh, my gosh. A million gosh, percent, yes. as Randy Jackson would say. Um so lastly, there are a couple of people who did take time to review our show on on Apple Podcasts. Just want to give a quick shout out to those people, and then we'll get into our top 10. The first is the Great. super nerdy science dude with an alien emoji. And they said, <laughs> a great podcast. I love Christmas year-round, so it's great to be able to listen to this year-round. And then they sent Christmas tree gifts, Santa, Mrs. Claus, Snowman, Snowflake, uh Blowing like they get it. wintry snowstorm. They get it. Uh, and then uh, last but not least, they, get they totally get it. Uh, J.D. Sims said this is, uh, and their title is All the Christmas Feels. And they said, this is such a great podcast. Danny and Eric's countdowns are really good and include some classics and a lot of lesser known but amazing picks. Plus, they are just a lot of fun to listen oh. to, clearly. And uh, <laughs> you'll feel like you are sitting around <laughs> with friends chatting about all things Christmas. Or a human anatomy or taxes that's or what whatever we're, going we're talking for. about. So that's good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So so anyway, we just want to say thank you to all of you who we just mentioned. And if you want the chance to be uh, you know, get a shout out on our show 
please, you know, shoot us a DM. Let us know where you are listening. It doesn't just have to be international. It could be here domestically here in the U.S. Uh, leave us a review over on Apple, and we would love to give you a shout out on the show. Okay, I think we got all the the business out of the way. It only it only took us about thirty minutes, and now we I can think actually so. <laughs> do what what the people come here for. Right? Let's do our list. Yeah. So what are so we? What you are may we chatting be wondering yeah. what is the list today? What are we counting down yes. on the Christmas countdown show today? We are going to do a list that Danny and I are calling top ten favorite moments of Christmas. Is that what we're calling it? Now we are. I think we're. Isn't that what that's, we said we're going to call that's it? That's not moments? what it said on my list. Things to do. I have top things ten, to do. Top ten things to do at Christmas time. Things to do at Christmas time. Moment of that thing to do. <laughs> that feels Doing more that SEO. Thing, the moment friendly, of it, right? Yeah, I think so. Because if people are like things to do at Christmas, well, they're going to be like moments that have true. to do with Christmas that I might be interested <laughs> in if I were a person. <laughs> I don't think people are searching that. I'm just going to try to get as many keywords <laughs> into the algorithm as I can. Beep, boop. But we're talking about things to do and special moments at Christmas. Now, this is we you know, we had a big discussion about this, yep. Danny and I did, about we're we're probably gonna do a list of top ten traditions. And some of these things may be sort of traditions. Yep. But we're this right now we're just calling this top ten things to do moments at Christmas. Uh and these are things that Danny and I feel like these are our favorite, like if we don't do this at Christmas, we've missed we've really Christmas and There it is. Right? I was about to um, be so disappointed. But I'm not. I'm never going to Christmas an opportunity to say Christmas. <laughs> ding, ding. Double you know ding. I mean? Yep. <laughs> ding, ding. Double ding, baby. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So let's start with my number 10. I'm going to go. This is a good one. Uh, this is going to be, for me, the true, true start. All right. This, I shouldn't say true start because we've talked about this. Danny and I, and I think a lot of you listeners out there, celebrate Christmas year round oh, yeah. right and definitely post post halloween it's like boom we are in the season right but when it really really locks in for me is watching the macy's day parade mm. on thanksgiving and seeing santa come on down fifth avenue there uh it, not fifth that yeah he comes down fifth avenue and then goes to broadway right well, he, I guess he comes broadway. down central when he crosses park in front of macy's West. central park west central park west to Broadway and then in front of Macy's yes. down Broadway. Yes. Um, so I have always loved this. It's been, you know, one of our, our family's favorite things to do. Obviously, being a, of a Broadway type person, uh, we love to see all all of the Broadway shows, you know, performing at the start oh, of the yeah. parade. I also was a drum major in marching band what? in high school, so I love seeing all of the. Yeah. Oh, have wow. we not talked about this? No, we've never talked oh. about this. But we'll well yes we'll I, save that for our drum, drum, in... our drum major episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but I love marching bands and I love seeing all the marching bands. Um, I love the floats. I love the balloons. I love every. I love the cheesy way that you know the every singer has to totally lip sync oh, yeah. and pretend like they're not. I, I love. I just love all of it. And then especially that moment when you see. Santa Claus himself oh, with best. Mrs. Claus, and they're, it, it, it's just the best. And one quick uh, sort of memory of that is the last place that my wife and I and our kids lived at when we were in New York, uh, when I was doing School of Rock and Margaritaville, we lived at 85th between Central Park West and Columbus. Okay. 
and that is literally exactly where Santa gets on his sleigh as the, oh like, my the gosh. whole parade kind of backs up. And so when when he's starting to get on his sleigh, like at the back of the parade route, yeah. is where right at the end of our street. So we would not only go the day before to see them blow up all of the balloons. But on Thanksgiving morning, all we had to do was just like walk down to the end of our street and we would see Santa before he sort of started down the parade route. And it was always a really, really cool memory. So for me, number 10, watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and Santa bringing it home at the end. I love that. What do you got for your number 10? I was just going to say when I was living in New York, I I went to the parade as well. And I watched it not too far from where you lived. I think I was just north of... um, Oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking on the name of the building at 72nd, uh, the Dakota. Um, Dakota, yeah. I yep. watched it just one block north of there, and it was always like yeah. a bucket list item. You know, living in New York, or if I'm in New York at Thanksgiving, I'm going to the, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I got up so early that day and took the train out uh, with my roommate from Brooklyn. And, and one of the coolest things that you don't get to experience when you're watching the parade on television is obviously you get all the Broadway performances, which are so much fun getting to see what shows are, are you know currently on the boards, uh, but Santa, all that sort of stuff. But the balloons, there's an aspect to the balloons that you don't get to experience. And they got to find some way to include this in the broadcast. And I'm sure you remember this, Eric, is that because, you know, all of the buildings in New York are so tall you don't see the balloon really until it sort of clears maybe the building that's before you. So like the crowd, yeah. every time a new balloon would sort of make its way down the road, r- the route, everyone would go, Ooh, whoa! like they were so excited yeah. to see like <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog or the, the Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy. And they're huge. They're massive. They really and then are they like so make them dance and they're like going person. back and forth. And they're sort of like, yeah. it's just <laughs> such a, it's such a fun experience. And on like, I can still, feel the energy of that crowd like you don't care how cold it is you don't care that you're packed in like sardines standing there on central park west like you're just like in it together it it was such an electric experience and i'll i'll never forget it so i'm so glad that you i didn't even think about putting that on my list and i'm so glad that you that you did because it is it's brilliant it's brilliant um thanks so number 10 for me is sort of in a similar vein uh, but it's more general, and I'll get into sort of the specifics of this. And so number 10 for me is uh, going to holiday-themed shows. Um, you know, I okay. am a huge fan of the live theater. I'm a huge fan of just live performances in general. I love, like, the energy of, of people in a space together and sort of going on this shared journey with one another. You sort of just agree upon being in this room with complete strangers for two hours and just being a part of it. It's, it's incredible. There's nothing like it. Um, but I yep. love going to see holiday themed shows. And that could be, let's say the local theater in my town is doing a production of a Christmas Carol, or let's say at like Disney concert hall in downtown LA, there was a group called Chanticleer who, who did a, like this really beautiful, like chamber acapella show a few years ago that I went to with my friend or, when I've been in New York, uh, you know, when I did that infamous road trip that I mentioned uh, a few episodes when we were <laughs> chatting with Devin, um, and even the movies episode, I happened to be there when the Christmas Spectacular was happening, and I'd never seen it, and it happened to yeah. be on the board at TKTS, so I swooped two tickets, and I'd never been to Radio City Music Hall before, um, or I had, but I'd only been in one of the, like the mezzanines before, so I didn't really understand, like, you know, because it's yeah. so big, I'm like, what is A, what's double A, I don't really know. Massive. And so we got tickets 
And so I walk, my buddy met me over at Radio City and we walk in and it's decked out for Christmas. The tree is out front. It's just like, it's so quintessential New York City Christmas. And we walk up to the door and you guys show my ticket to the, to the usher. And they're like, Oh, great seats. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) And so we're walking down, walking down. That's always a good start. Yeah. We were in the front row. We were front row center and I got the tickets on TKTS. On TKTS? Like 30 to 45 minutes before the show. And so I'd never, I'd never seen the Christmas spectacular. So like at the beginning of the show, like the orchestra comes out from this massive orchestra pit on this like big moving sort of like flat thing. And so they come come up, they're on this lift and they're blocking the entire stage. I was like, oh, that's why these tickets were so cheap. Okay, I get it now. And then they finished their number and they went away. I was like, oh, no, we have a perfect. These are view. great. Seats. These are like <laughs> the best seats ever. Um, it was oh, just man, it was such awesome. an incredible experience. And, you know, there is nothing like seeing that Rockets show there. Just how in, in tune is. they it's are, amazing. how in time they are, just the like the minuscule little details of what they do with their choreography and how tight they are. It's, it's fun. Um, the live animals are, did you obviously know that really they cool. do. Did you know that they do um, multiple casts? I think they have two or three casts of that show because they do like eight performances a day at the holiday season. It's so wild. So they, I think even, you know, you, you could say like, Oh, well there's a bunch of casts, but even, you know, most of them are doing two to three shows a day, but they're packing in like eight shows a day in the holiday season. That's it's so really wild. intense. It's so intense. Yeah. And they've got the live animals and it's just, um, it's one of the, the coolest experiences I will ever have. So you, you take me to a holiday themed show at Christmas time. It could be local theater. It doesn't have to be the Rockets. I just love it. I love that people are dressed in red and green and people wearing Santa hats yeah. and they're just like, we're all in it together. And it's just like, we've all agreed upon, like we're celebrating the holidays. So that's number 10 for me, uh, things to do at Christmas time. And, and real quick note is if you are a Rockette and you're listening to our show or you know a Rockette or Rockettes, we'd love to talk to you on the show. We'd love to interview you. I know you. a Rockette. Do you really? Yeah. Let's get her on the show. I- I, I will. I will. Uh, her name's Elena. I will. Uh, my she was very good friends with my wife in college. Amazing. Um, she's no longer a rocket anymore. Uh, she's now uh, uh, moved on, and she teaches dance and has a kid. And um, but yeah, she was a rocket. We got to see her uh, a couple of times. Oh and, my gosh! Incredible. Spectacular. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, it would be cool. spectacular to have her on the show. Oh, good job, buddy. Ding. Good Thank job. you. I Moving love it. On. Very good. I <laughs> like on. I like your I like your number ten choice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So number nine to me, I'm gonna go number nine. Where let me see my list here. Oh, okay. Number nine. I'm gonna go caroling. Mm. I love to go a caroling <laughs> among the leaves so green. I love caroling. I think it's so fun. I love, you know, it's it's funny to me as someone who considers myself essentially a professional singer, right? I love when people who are not professional singers feel okay enough to just belt songs out in public. I love that. <laughs> I love, you know, I love seeing whether it be kids or adults that just are swept up in the feeling of the season and feel comfortable enough to whether it be at someone's house or, you know, when we lived in New York City, we used to go like with the the PS9 kids that, you know, we'd go all down the streets that we all lived into all the um the bodegas and all the little restaurants 
and stores and just like hit each one and and we had these little packets they had all the christmas carols oh, and all so the cool. lyrics and stuff and everybody would be like all right we're gonna do jingle bells next and we and all the kids would run to the next store and and they'd run in and start singing and all the kids would you know have such a great time and they they sort of would turn it almost into like a second halloween because they would give the kids candy because they knew they were coming and it, it, it's just i love you know i've done caroling with my parents down in fort myers uh they do a, a thing at uh, where they live where everybody decorates their golf carts oh that's cool different like christmas stuff and then you just drive around the community and sing carols and stuff it's just great i it's a simple thing but it's again it's one of those traditions and and things to do that really feels like it's making people or letting people i should say Mm. really celebrate the season with other people in a sort of joyous old school kind of way so i love i love going caroling that's my number nine uh on my list when you said uh I really like when people who are not professional singers or great singers just belting out songs where you sort of like a little wink and nod to when I tried to start singing along with you a second ago. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Danny. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make a great sure. singer. Oh, I mean, You're I wouldn't, great I wouldn't singer, say great. I would say I can pass. I can carry a tune great from singer. time to time. What I like to say is everyone <laughs> can sing. Just some people don't sing as well as others. Sure. I think that's a fair way to put it. That's what I, like I said that. when I was on tour with American Idol uh, years ago as a host. I was like, hey, everyone can sing. Just some people don't sing as well as others. Anyway, moving yeah, on. Exactly. Uh, so number nine for me is something that wasn't on my list. Big surprise. Uh, when we originally were sitting down and then I started thinking about it, I was like, how do I not include this on my list? Because I was thinking about last Christmas and it was the first time we really got to have this experience with our daughter. And it was just, even though there was plexiglass between uh, Santa and us, uh, it was just really, really cool to visit Santa. Um, and it was, Oh, that's a good one. I didn't think of that. I know. That's a good one. And, and here's the thing, like maybe for me, it sort of holds a special place because the year before uh, my wife got pregnant, hopefully I don't get emotional talking about this because it's, you know, uh, our child and our journey means a lot to me, as you know, um, the year yeah. before we, my wife got pregnant, we knew we were going to do IVF and we went to Disneyland around the holidays as, as we so often do. And we stood in line to, to meet Santa because if you go to the Disney, you know, parks, they have just this beautiful, elaborate, you are going into like this fantasy Santa world and the Santa outfit is incredible. The set that he sits on is like next yeah. level. It's Disney to the max. And so we yeah. waited in line for, I don't know, 45 minutes or whatever. It was two adults to go, you know, visit Santa, get our picture taken and, and tell him what we want for Christmas. And so Santa, you know, it gets to that part in the, the experience. was like, and what do you want for Christmas? And we're like, and I looked at him, I said, we'd love to have a baby. Uh, and he goes, oh, 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 oh. I'll see, <laughs> see what I can do about that. And he was like, this is awkward. Um, but we had that baby. And I'm getting chills talking about it. And we got to take Emerson back there um, for Christmas and to sit on that exact same set uh, with Santa and to sit there with with our daughter that we wished for. And that's part of what Christmas represents to me in a lot of respects is like the belief that your dreams, no matter how big and, you know, and, and some people might tell you they're impossible or improbable that they can that they can still happen. And. So there was something really beautiful about asking Santa for, for that, you know, to be able to have a child and that we got to go back with that child it really meant a lot to me. And then, you know, last Christmas we yeah. went to the mall and, and Emmy actually got to engage with Santa and, 
and tell him what she wanted for Christmas and all that sort of fun stuff. So um, yeah. it's a cool experience and, and they're memories that I will I will hold on to dear for, for the rest of my life. Um, unfortunately, she didn't cry and lose her mind. So it was a positive experience. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's a good one. Thank you know, you. I, uh, I'm going to um, send uh, you this picture and you can post it on our, our socials. My older child, my daughter, Sophie, uh, who's now 11, when she was probably, uh, I'm going to say probably four, I think she was probably four years old, uh, we went to visit Santa down in Orlando. We were down visiting uh, my in-laws in Orlando, and we were at the Mall of Millennia, which is a big mall in Orlando. And they had, uh, Santa was there and we were, you know, we waited in line to get a picture. And what they did at that particular uh, Santa experience was uh, something that I really actually love. And I think they, more of the Santas are doing this now or Santa places when you go to visit Santa, wherever he's at. Okay. um, Is they actually ask the parents to just step away Mm. and just like. They say, listen, trust us. We're going to get a good picture of your kid. It's better for you to just step back, let your kid have a moment with Santa. We will capture a good picture and let them have the moment. Mm. Because otherwise, you know, modern parents, we all do it. We're like, oh, look here, look here. Another picture. Okay, smile, smile. No, bigger smile. Look over here. (laughs) You know, it's like just crazy time, right? (laughs) So this place was like serious. Uh, They were like intense about it. They were like, get back and like we were very (laughs) far away from what was happening we could see our child but like we were very far away and sophie was dressed in this you know gorgeous little you know christmas dress and everything and she's sitting on santa's lap and she uh she's looking at santa and they're like you know they're she's having a moment she's talking to him but they're taking pictures and at one point the the photographer was like all right sophie put your hands like you're praying and so she put her hands together like she was praying and then they were taking pictures and there was literally just one second i could see it from as far back as i was that she her eyes kind of looked up just for like a second she just glanced up but they caught this picture and Santa's face is right next to her and she's got her it looks like she's like praying for some great gift. Oh my gosh. And and Santa's listening to her and it was this great looking Santa who's just so old and, and perfect looking. And I swear it is like a Norman Rockwell painting. Oh we my actually gosh. had a friend of ours who is uh, uh, an amazing painter named Jim Salvati uh painted of a, a picture of that picture because it was so spectacular. Oh, wow. Um, but I will send you that and we will post it because it is uh, meeting Santa is such a magical, magical experience. I, I, I love that as a choice. Very, very good choice. Thank you. Um, all right. So what are we at? We're at number eight number now. Eight. Number eight. Ocho. Okay. This, so uh, mine, number eight, is similar to what you had, Danny, I believe, at number t- uh, 10. Yep. Um, is I, I'm saying kids' holiday concert. Okay. So I agree with you that any any live performance at Christmas is great. But I'm going to specifically say seeing my kids do their, like, school Christmas concert yeah. or church Christmas concert is just – it's just so fun. And, you know, it's just crazy. And you get – I just love watching, like – the kids that either don't care or are not paying attention <laughs> right. or are like waving to their parents. And it just is so, it just makes me so happy. It makes me remember when I did it, yeah. and like the joy that I had. And, you know, I remember 
at uh, when Sophie was in kindergarten, they would actually auction off at like the school fundraiser front row seats for the Christmas concert oh, wow. because it was always so crazy to try to get that, those front seats. Yeah, and everybody would hold up their iPads to film, and you couldn't see anything, and it was just insanity. But I just love I love seeing kids sort of <laughs> whether they're enjoying it or not. I love seeing them sort of like get their own Christmas experiences and kind of know that someday they'll have kids and they'll remember when they did their yeah. kid Christmas concert. So I, I love kids holiday concerts is my number eight on my list. I love that. What do you got for, uh, where, where are you at? Number eight, number eight, I have got, uh, something I've chatted about a lot on this show. So obviously it's something I enjoy. It's something that means a lot to me. I've, I've, I've made a reference to this many, many times, and that is family Christmas movie nights. Uh, if, if you've tuned oh, into yeah. the show before and, and listened to our movie episodes or even when we did our, our food and beverages, uh, every week around the holidays, my family who lives here in town, we will all get together here at uh, my house and we will every week watch a different Christmas movie. It pretty much always starts off every year with the same movie, Home Alone. My wife makes her incredible special secret recipe popcorn con- not secret concert. anymore not secret not anymore secret baby anymore. <laughs> well it's the it's the it's the proportions that have uh not have yes. been have not been revealed yet so i guess it's still some right, right, right. secret um but maybe we'll semi secret maybe we'll come up with our own mix and start selling it i don't know we'll call it the, the christmas do countdown you uh, do seasoning. you allow do you allow uh talking during the movie or is it sort of like everybody shush and watch the movie here's the thing i am really bad at uh, not quoting along to my favorite lines when I watch a movie. <laughs> so it's sort of sure. my house, my rules, I guess, is sort of the, the situation. <laughs> like if, It's sort of like whenever I watch the movie Sandlot, I can't watch Sandlot without doing every line. And, I, and, I'm one, I'm, I, and I'll admit it, I'm that annoying person who does it like two seconds before they... Like, I don't say it at the exact same time. I have to like prove to everybody that I know the line yeah. before they say it. <laughs> Uh, or it'd be like, watch this, exactly watch this, watch this. Um, and they're like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm like, a big fan. We've seen this movie 50 times. Do you not think we know that Clark's going to step on the board and smack himself in the face? We know oh, that happens man. every single time, but, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, I think I come by it naturally. Cause I know my, my dad is, is like that a lot. And you know, he would always like play barbershop music for us in the car when we'd be driving around and. He would always want, like, if we got back home and the song was in the middle, like, we had to sit in the car. And he's like, wait for it, wait for the... Like, he we always had to do that. And so I think I come by right. it by it naturally. So, yeah, there, there's talking aloud during the movies. Unless it's maybe one that we haven't watched as much uh, or it's been a long time since sure. we've watched it. Like, when sure. I was watching It's a Wonderful Life recently, I made a, a really conscious effort to not like have my phone like in my hand because I didn't want to be distracted. Sure. By it. Um, but on the whole, yeah. if we're watching Elf, if we're watching Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Christmas Vacation, there, there's there's dialogue happening. And <laughs> most of it is just me being annoying and quoting the film over and over again. Quoting aloud. I like that. Yeah. Very quoting cool. aloud. Very good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, all right. What number are we at? We're at number seven. Number seven. All right. Number seven. I'm going Christmas cookie decorating slash eating mm. we talked about this on the uh, food and beverage episode i love making christmas cookies i love the experience of 
getting dirty with the kids and get, getting flour all over the kitchen right. and all over their clothes and just sort of like knowing. I feel like as parents, I always think, uh, you know, you read these like memes or whatever. They're like, let your kids splash in the puddles while they're <laughs> children, right? And like, because that's what childhood is. right? And I know that I should let them do that because that is what childhood is. But I I don't I'm 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 bad about it if I'm if somebody's gonna step in I'm like just watch the mud watch you know <laughs> I just I, I'm I'm that dad and so yep. I feel like when we do Christmas cookies I really let myself go and I'm like listen it's gonna be a mess they're gonna be covered in in frosting and and flour and it's gonna be crazy and half the cookies will get burned and people will eat the dough before even though we tell them don't eat it it's not cooked yet and I'll eat some too and so like I just love the sort of in a way like the naughtiness. Of of how we make okay. cookies and like breaking the rules, yeah. but it all feels like safe breaking of the rules. Um, and then, as we talked about before, I love those little cinnamon dots. So you then, are those, that to me is like I am obsessed with those little dots. <laughs> I love them so much. So for me, I'm going Christmas cookie decorating slash eating at number seven. I love that. That's that's such a great one. A lot of you know, I think what I've discovered uh, with our show is we talk a lot, or I go back and listen to old episodes is. And I think this is part of the reason why you and I get along so well just in general and especially when it comes to Christmas is that when you're describing you and your family in the kitchen, you know, rolling out the dough and the flowers on the counter and all this, and you're probably playing Christmas music and people got like, you yeah. know, flour on their face and everything. It's like we're describing <laughs> if we were to write our, a Christmas movie about our lives. This is what like yeah. the scenes in those movies would be. Totally. And And I was like, oh. That's pretty cool. Like when you think about it in in those terms, and I, and I wonder if that like sort of connects to our childhood and maybe films or shows we watched as kids. We're like, sure, we're like, oh, this is the idea of Christmas, and and something about it felt happy and warm and and uh, you yeah. know, I don't know, comforting to us. And now we're well, I think doing I that. think we're bo we're both. We're both like showbiz guys, yeah. so like obviously films and music and entertainment have influenced us enough to want to work in the business. Right. So you know, I think that those types of things, I, I will readily admit that I am totally uh, basic, if you will, but like whatever <laughs> you know, whatever Hollywood tells me, like this is what traditions oh are, and this gosh. is what it should be. I'm like, you're right, it should. I must do that with my family. But, you know, it's I don't care. It makes me feel happy. It makes my kids feel yeah. happy. We have good memories of it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that you're totally on to something that because of our sort of shared love of entertainment and, and classic things that that we're kind of constantly searching for those classic moments yeah. with our families. What, what would be the like Christmas equivalent of, you know, how at Halloween they call them like a basic witch? Like what would be the what would be <laughs> the Christmas basic elves basic elves but like is there anything that sort of rhymes or is an alliteration where it starts with a B is there anything uh, right you know um, we'll have to think about that because nothing yeah I was while you were talking I was like okay Danny come on come up with something so we don't get this really long awkward pause awkward <laughs> in the middle pause, of our show where we try like, to think of a B Chris word Christmas word or maybe it's like another you know what we've done here uh, what. What have we done? We've Christmas an oh opportunity. Oh my gosh, we we've done it. It's finally happened. We did it to ourselves. We did. It. Hey, but you know, I'll give it up to us for taking eight episodes for us to Christmas an opportunity. But this is an yes. opportunity for our listeners. It took a while. If you can come up with something that's sort of like the Christmas equivalent of a basic witch at Halloween time, and maybe you have to use a different word other than basic. So go to your thesaurus or thesaurus.com and find maybe a word that do what you starts do. with the C's. So you can get Christmas in there or starts with an S. So you can get Santa, 
or or snowman or e with elf i don't know you know you get creative in your own way and dm it to us and we will we'll feature you uh not only in an episode but on our social media page um because clearly we can't totally come up with anything right now uh, <laughs> so moving right along uh to number moving right along seven for me is yep a tradition that I absolutely love. It was something I remember doing a lot when I was a kid, not just with my dad, but also, you know, with, with my mom and, and my stepdad. And, and, you know, we sort of had those, uh, those houses in town. Like everyone sort of, I feel like has that neighborhood or that house in town that, Oh, have you gone and seen the Johnson's decorations? Um, so, mm -hmm. so I love, and my number seven is driving around to see Christmas lights. Uh, you know, packing the oh, car yeah. full of family, uh, you know, throwing on Christmas music. You can go to Starbucks and get yourself a hot apple or kid temp uh, apple cider. Get yourself a a peppermint mocha, iced or hot, whatever you're into. Probably decaf because right. it'll be at night. And then just driving around town and going and seeing uh, some of the, like the iconic homes in town or just seeing what other, you know, neighborhoods do. For For us, there was this one house in town. We called it the Christmas house. Uh, and it's not too far from where I live here. And every year they just had like every inch of their lawn of like their driveway, the garage doors above the garage. I don't know where they stored all this stuff. Frankly, they probably spent thousands of dollars every year just to have a storage unit. Just storing like, it. guys on like a zip line sort of like flying over with like a circus act. Wow. And and they just and you you would like go and they had like a guest book where you could go like sign in. So every year they would like keep mm -hmm. a guest book of all the families that came there and visited and um That's awesome. you know and then they unfortunately they they stopped doing it uh two Christmases ago cuz the wife um you know they obviously started getting older i've lived in this town for 30 years uh and and the right. wife you know unfortunately isn't isn't with us anymore so they they decided to to stop stop doing it so there's no longer the christmas Aww. house here in town but there is a neighborhood that i discovered last year where every single house it's like a it's a newer development so it's got essentially is it up in valencia no it's here in my town in, in simi valley and oh, okay. they because they do this in in Valencia too. Do they so they string like lights go from like the top of one house over to the house on the other side of the street. Yeah, everybody decorates their house, and like even one house is a Jewish family, and their lights are all blue and white, and they've got a menorah out there. Sure, but every single house on this block is just decked to the nines. And I told my wife, I said, uh, our next house, when we see a house go up on the market, and it's not crazy <laughs> like it is right now. I got to move into that neighborhood. Like these are my people. Like I need yes. to live with these people. And, and I cause that's yes. what I love. I love decorating for Christmas. There's just something amazing about it, you know, and then getting to see those lights. There's just something about it. Um, I love it. It's, it, it just warms my heart even thinking about it right now. So number seven is driving around to see Christmas lights for me. I love that. I love, I also like the houses that sort of, uh, they make their lights. This is sort of a newer thing with technology where they make their lights sort of do like a show oh, to a yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can like, uh, either they'll be like, put on this song at this time. Or sometimes I, I feel like I've seen houses where I don't know if they're like broadcasting through like a, an old ham radio or something, but they'll be like, go to this radio station and you can hear the music that yeah, it's the like lights 87. are. 87.0 that nobody ever listens yeah. to that station yeah. where nobody yeah. nobody else is using that frequency yeah right i love that that was a good choice very oh, good thank choice you, man yeah 
Um, all right, number six. I'm going uh, another New York memory here. Okay. And thing to do uh, is I'm just saying Rockefeller Center in general. Hmm. Uh, so that's going to include not only seeing the tree. Uh, I've never actually been to the tree lighting in person. Oh, I really? love watching it on TV, but I've never I've never been to the tree lighting in person. But I like seeing it on TV. But I love just going at at some point during the season once the tree is up. I love to go and get a picture with our family in front of the mm. Rockefeller tree. I love that it is a an, a real tree that is so big. Yeah, it's just like. I always love seeing on the Today Show whenever they're like, all right, and this year's Christmas tree comes from Vermont, <laughs> yeah. from Tom Smith, who's been growing this tree for 49 years, and it was in his front yard, and now they've chopped it down, and it's finally ready to be a Rockefeller Christmas tree. <laughs> like, I just, I love the story of, like, that Casey uh, Kasem, the idea. Uh, announcing it? I don't know what that was. That was a general radio <laughs> voice for the Today Show. Um, uh, but I love, like, the idea of a tree like thinking someday I'll be a Rockefeller Christmas tree. <laughs> if I just keep you know, growing. And like, if I just keep growing, someday they'll chop me down and put me in New York City. You someday know? they'll kill I, me. I love, <laughs> right, they'll kill me, but I'll die a glorious <laughs> death right in front of an ice rink and a gold statue. Oh, my god! There's something about that that I just love. I love the, you know, I love the ice rink. I love, you know, going skating with my family on that ice rink. I love walking in the mall underneath uh, Rockefeller Center. We yeah. tr- whenever we're in New York, we go to uh, Swarovski and get a, a little ornament that, you know, because every year they have a, a official Swarovski Christmas ornament, the crystal ornament. So I just love that's like the most and, you know, uh, um, Radio City Music Hall is right across the street. Right. So that to me is like the most Christmassy part of New York City. And with all of our years living there, uh, you know, just I'm saying Rockefeller Center in general at number six for me as just one of the my most favorite things to do at, at Christmas time. Oh, that's such an amazing selection. I mean, it is. There's something magical about that whole pocket of the city. At that point in time, you know, you walk out to to Fifth Avenue and it's all decked out with like the like the the snowflake the big Christmas yeah. ornament balls. Yeah. And stuff. yeah, you got the ornament balls. All the stores over there have like done their displays for Christmas time. Yeah. Like you said, you know, Radio City is is right around the corner from there. It's that was one of the things that blew my mind the most the first time I went to New York was just how close all of these iconic places are that you can be yeah. like, oh, there's Radio City and oh, I just tripped over a curb and now i'm at you know 30 rock over here like it's (laughs) it's just amazing and there's just the the ice skating rink and watching all you know they change all the flags to those like silver shimmery flags that are blowing uh in the wind all the time there's shit and right right also right in there is the Saks fifth avenue christmas tree light so not only do they have the windows in front of Saks fifth avenue which if it's basically if you go out a different and like exit of Rockefeller Center, there's Saks Fifth Avenue, and not only are the windows amazing, whatever every year they have a different theme, but they now have this huge light show that is uh, synced to music, and oh, that's wow. also sort of a part of that same thing. It's it's just spectacular. It's amazing. I love that. You're making me want to go back to New York so bad. I know, so bad. I know, me too. I do want to spend Christmas in New York. That's on like my life list of things to do is to, oh, to be it's there. The best. Because when I lived there, I came I came home. Um, so I've never actually right. been there on Christmas. So that's uh, here's what you have to remember, though, is that it is absolutely magical 
until December 26th, and then it becomes New York at winter, and it's just gray <laughs> and slushy and cold yeah. and dirty, and like there's these Christmas tree graveyards oh, that yeah. they, they throw all the Christmas trees in these parks, and they're just these mounds and mounds of dead Christmas trees. So it's magical until Christmas Day, and then it turns very sad very quickly. So I will leave on December 26th. Okay, perfect. Yes, leave on December 26th. my trip now. Uh, sp- <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay, so moving right along, uh, number six for me is is sort of similar to something you mentioned earlier, but it, I feel like it's something specific that I, I'm sure other churches around the the country and around the world do this. But the church that I grew up going to uh, does this thing every year that really, you know, there's moments that are sort of like checkbox moments for me in, in the Christmas season. It's like, okay, I did this. Like, do- definitely feels like yep. Christmas 2020 or Christmas 2021. And uh, so for me, yeah. it's the the church that, that my family goes to, uh, they do a sing-along every year. And what's really cool is like, rather than, you know, the, the piano player and the people who are sort of leading the sing-along being up on the stage, they they have all the they have the after the service that Sunday they they move all the pews into a circle and they move the instruments the piano the drums everything down to the middle um, of the uh, why am I blanking on what that sanctuary? sanctuary my gosh I was like congregation no that's not it um, the middle of the, the sanctuary <laughs> church words, that's church what, words church, the, church words, words what are church they um, so the middle of the sanctuary. And like everyone comes, you know, in in Santa hats and they've got like the light bulb light necklaces around. And we see, yeah, yeah. you know, the all of the carols, the silly ones, the children's ones, the sweet ones, you know, from Silent Night to the 12 Days of Christmas. And, and that 12 Days of Christmas song is like the one that everybody looks forward to every year because. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say we because for the last five years, I've actually been fortunate enough to emcee this thing every year, which is so cool for me because I remember being like. A teenager thinking, gosh, I would love to do that someday. I'd love to be the yeah. the cheermeister, as it were. And you get oh, and I awesome. and so as like the host, I you pick the person who's the partridge in the pear tree, because every time like it gets back to that, they have their own microphone and they get to, to sing it out loud for everybody. And a partridge and a pear oh yeah, tree. it's awesome. And it's usually like someone who can't sing at all and it, that makes it even right. better. Uh, but like you'll pick out like if a couple just got engaged recently, they're the you know two turtle doves and three French yes. hens might be like three ladies who have been best friends for a long time at the church and everybody yes. has five golden oh, rings. I love it. And then by the time you get to twelve, it's like you've run out of like you've got like this section, then that section, and you're running around playing right, with this right. people. Then you got to get the mic back to that person, and it's just it's like so you know haphazard and just like helter skelter and all over the place it's it's so much fun um i look forward to it every single year last year we did it outdoors uh which was really fun because it was like the first time we've ever done it outdoors and so looking forward to getting back in the sanctuary again this year to do the uh the christmas sing-along um at the church that i grew up going to that is a good one uh when you do it this year uh send me an invite i'll uh, check it out that would be be amazing i would love Uh, you might be the partridge i would love that Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You're like, I'm definitely and coming now. In a pear tree. I love it. Oh, I, let's I'm practicing that. now. Please. Oh my gosh, guys, you're not going to believe this. We had to actually edit this <laughs> section down because we were having so much fun. So much we fun. We thought when Danny and I talked about doing this that we would do 10 through 1, our whole list, in one hour, maybe a little over an hour. And as you can see, we're well past that at that point. So we decided <laughs> let's just chop this baby in half, 
Make sure you guys come back next week for the second half. That was just 10 through 6. We still got 5 through 1 of our top 10 favorite things to do moments at Christmas. So please come back next week because we will finish this list and you're going <laughs> to love it because it, I, I've listened to the whole thing and trust me, it's a, it's a great episode. You're going to want to check this out. But Danny, let's tell them you know, all our social stuff. Make sure that they're following us every way that they can. Yeah, of course. So you know, before Monday's episode drops, make sure you head over to Instagram. Follow us there at Christmas Countdown Show. We are also at Christmas Countdown Show on Facebook as well as on TikTok. We actually have TikToks now, which is super exciting. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at XmasPod. And if you are enjoying the show and you are listening on Apple, please make sure to rate and review. So many of you have taken the time. You can actually do it right now. You could go down, scroll down, give us five stars, give us a quick review that actually does a ton in terms of boosting us within the, as we like to say, beep, boop, beep, boop, the algorithm, algorithm. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is awesome because we are currently the number one Christmas show on Apple and Spotify and that wouldn't be possible without all of you so thank you for the way that you've been supporting us and if you haven't rated yet please go do that right now and if you feel like supporting us and spreading a little Christmas cheer uh, our way you can go check us out on Patreon uh, that link is in our bio on all, every social media channel you could ever imagine and it's actually in the notes for this episode as well anyway we've had so much fun um, we got a lot of work to do preparing for part two so we're going to bounce now but until then as we always say on the Christmas Countdown show Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Bye, everybody. See, See you on the next one. Don't miss it. Bye.